And welcome to Season 3, Death and Betrayal Podcast. Here we go. Uh, not quite on deck with me today is uh, Craig. Um, and uh, he's not on deck because I'm boots on the ground, foreign correspondent right now for the Las Vegas Open. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, um, COVID or Papa Nurgle hit my house. And instead of risking flying from Canada to the U.S. and getting stuck in the U.S., I decided to lose several hundred dollars <laughs> and not go. Well, it's better than losing several thousand if you get trapped down here. This um, is true. I mean, I'm really taking part in a gamble here, uh, which is fitting that this is in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and, and I mean to to be to be honest, if I, if I wasn't running it, I probably wouldn't have taken on the financial risk of coming down. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've been somewhat antisocial; haven't haven't left the room uh, unless I've really had to. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, have haven't had my mask off anywhere near anybody, and it's been a KN95 the whole time. Uh, I've been seeing more and more people on Instagram and whatnot. Uh, some of our listeners. Not not being able to make it to LVO because of COVID, you know. Yeah, we've lost probably around twenty percent oh, wow. of the people signed up. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's dicey, but I mean, other than that, we're like it's uh, it's shaping up, it's shaping up now. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, we've got some fantastic prize support. Um, I know. I, I guess- yeah, we'll shout them out first. All right, let's um, do that. Yeah, so uh, again, big big thanks to uh, Liber de Monica. Uh, because of them, everybody's going to get uh, a couple of bits to customize a character, maybe uh, build a new model for your your um, warlord that's leading your army here in the Siege of Ballast, upgrade him with some uh, veteran artificer armor for participating. Um, we've got... Uh, uh, conversion world gift card uh we've got pop goes the monkey he he jumped in today through 50 dollars gift card at us but uh, versatile terrain through um two uh 25 pound gift cards to us uh, so you can get a nameplate for that character too. really uh, up them we've got uh two uh, two hours of private tuition plus um a limited edition little legend studio model uh to give away as well and a number of models from artel minis um, okay. But uh, the the big one today is uh, Games Workshop. Forge World actually uh, stepped up and threw threw four prizes my way. Nice um, to uh, to give away. So we're we're gonna give um, probably one one of those away uh, at the Mega Battle, um, mm-hmm. and then Frontline Gaming, of course, um, is providing uh, mats um, as some of the prizes as well. So. Uh, tons of prizes, um, which is awesome. There's there's a couple of different ways to earn them, and then anything that we have left, we're just gonna raffle uh, with folks who haven't haven't won anything yet. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. prize support is there's little legends was in there. Man, the prize support for LVO is huge. You really you really pulled that all together, and a lot of great people came out to help out for prize support on this. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's exciting. Um, should 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 be fun. Um, we're getting started tomorrow, but uh, tonight uh, was exciting. Um, so we, I just got back from the uh, the Games Workshop 
LVO preview. Um, so uh, we get to see some of the new stuff coming down the pipeline. But before that, um, they started started off with a little bit of trivia. And um, luckily, most of the questions were Primark related. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, one one of them I, I felt like I was cheated on on one of the answers. Um, it was what did Magnus break trying to warn the emperor? And um, I chose the webway, but I guess the answer was the golden throne. I feel like that's wrong because I don't think the golden throne is broken. No. Just the dungeon is. Um, I thought it was but, the gateway to the webway that he broke. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the it really in he he broke a part of the webway which was allowing demons to get into the webway, and then those demons were pouring, trying to pour into the dungeon. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like who wrote that question maybe robbed me. So I had to settle for second place. Uh, still, I mean, that's like a room of like 300 people. I don't know how many people were playing, but um, second place, I'll take it. Uh, I was looking dicey there for a minute. I fell down to fourth, uh, and only the top three places got a prize. Oh, but what did you win coming into second place, Alex? Yeah, so um, what what you won was uh, first, second, third place got to come up in that order and rummage through a treasure chest filled with GW um, product. And, uh, you know, some of it, like uh, the, the, first, the first gentleman uh, who came in first place, he took the Octarius box set with the Death Corps of Krieg. Mm-hmm. I probably would have taken that too. It seems like a pretty good value. I'd have to figure out how to get it back home because I didn't check a bag. But, um, and, uh, but that's okay because as soon as I opened it up, I realized that the black box that he tossed aside to grab the uh, Octarius box set mm-hmm. was um, the Warhawk Jakate Khan. So, uh, yeah, snagged one of those. Felt pretty serendipitous. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was flying high, feeling good. And then uh, and then they kicked off and, and got into the reveals. Um they started first with, uh, and I mean, by the time you guys see this, like I'm sure you guys will all have seen it, but it's still fresh in my mind. So mm-hmm. I want to kind of give some thoughts is, on it. This is a, a person who's there's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and I mean, you get some question and answers and you pick up on some inflection and stuff um, that you're not going to get from the guys in England that are just kind of showing the preview on their yeah. end. Yeah. Um, you know, the the I think this is the guy who heads the U.S., um, was kind of given this and he's he seems like a pretty cool guy uh he used to be like a community um tournament and event organizer himself okay um and uh so he, he has like a real appreciation for that uh kill team's pretty close to his heart because he's a pretty narrative player so he was involved with the kill team like mm-hmm. the new edition of kill team um which uh talking to a few of the kill team guys uh today it seems like seems like it's a pretty fucking sweet system um mm. like if you're someone who maybe likes some of the 40k factions but don't like playing 40k maybe that's maybe that's a way to go i'm, I'm not sure haven't tried it yet myself but uh more on that later okay um but they kicked off first with the warhammer 40,000 reveals um and uh so they showed they showed the eldar stuff that we've already seen uh, somebody ruined the avatar preview um how, how did, oh because they leaked the photos 
yeah, they leaked like the potato photo pic. So um, pretty funny uh, Warhammer community um, quickly released like this morning some high res images of it and called it out as like, since somebody else already put all those potato phone pictures out, um, here's some high res in advance of what you'll see later today. Mm -hmm. uh, and unbelievable model, um, oh, way better no. than Forge World 1, uh, which I still have the Forge World 1, and that's painted. So uh, I am going to grab this avatar, and I can really do like, uh, here's when I came back to the hobby, yeah, and here's where I'm at now. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, so like that'll be fun. But uh, plastic shining spears are uh, coming out. Okay. Um, uh, we've already seen the plastic dark reapers. I, I guess there's been some mixed on that. I really like them. They really remind me of Jess Goodwin's um, like sketchbook. Okay. Art. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and personally, I think they look way better versus the old ones. Like I like the big heavier legs. It looks like you know they're kind of there they to look create. Yeah, I, I really like them. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, at the end of the day, any sculpt or, I mean, anything, it, it's all some form of art and open to interpretation. So maybe you don't, maybe you do. I happen to like it. Um, and uh, and then I, I love the new Rangers and the new jet bikes. Um, and the new Mogan Raw looks unbelievable. Mm, like, he, he looks so good. Uh, GW is going to get all of my Eldar money this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and I mean, for those, of, for those who know me, like Eldar was what I came back to the hobby to in 2011 mm -hmm. and yeah. came back with both way, but I don't know what, for what craft world, um, I'm going to do this time. Uh, and, and oh, I still oh, love Althway. I still have the new sculpt of, um, uh, Eldred Althran, but, I just don't want to paint another black army. Can, can, can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah. I'm just looking at the new uh, Megan Raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the new uh, Miles just posted five minutes ago. Holy. Wow. Yeah, it's so good, right? Oh, <laughs> my God. This is one of the best models i think i've ever seen yeah yeah it's unbelievable um this is fucking live i i'm seeing this for the first time as we're talking yeah so as, as we're recording there's a stream going on right now yeah of, of everything that i saw so um which like real class act real classy move um from uh um from games workshop yeah that that you know if you're in person you get to see it before the before um the stream goes live yeah but yeah, yeah like he looks phenomenal i mean jane czar looks good like she was released um one thing i've always wanted to do was do a diorama of like the rana dadra which is supposed to be like the end time prophecy for the eldar yeah, yeah, um, and I feel like these models are gonna like really lend themselves to that. So hopefully we get the rest of the Phoenix Lords in plastic, which I assume we will. I, um, I can't see them being like, no, just these ones get it. I would assume we're gonna see all the Phoenix Lords in uh, yeah in plastic. Yeah. So he said like there's tons of Eldar plastic coming out this year, like even more than they showed um, today. Um, but uh, then, then they moved out of uh, 40,000 and they went to Age of Sigmar, which like 
I haven't really gotten into, so I don't know the story really, but I don't know something about uh, the ghosty boys now have crossbows and um, they want the souls of like the, what are the now the new dark elf ladies? Okay. Um, I don't know. Beautiful models, like re- really cool looking. Um, mm-hmm. I, actually on the flight down here, I met uh, a gentleman with a YouTube channel. I'll make sure that I get the real details of it and we'll shout it out. And oh, they yeah. do Age of Sigmar battle reports. Um, and uh, he plays Daughters of Cain, which is the other half of this box set. And um, if you're a Dark Eldar player or you're waiting for uh, Oz 30K's like uh, Dark Eldar list for 30K, um, the the HQ model in this box set would work really well for some conversions. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't even be heavily, you wouldn't even need a lot of converting to make it to make it work. Uh, but uh, cool looking models. I hear the game's pretty fun, um, alternating activations and stuff. I don't know. I haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they ever get like some cool wood elves, maybe I'll swing the bat at that at some point. But that's going to be way down the totem pole because there's so much fucking cool shit coming out this year. I'm, I'm, um, seeing, I'm seeing more of the Elder stream coming through, the new Shining Spears, uh, better picks of the Avatar Kane. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, I mean, I think I think GW might actually be getting my Eldar money too. And I had no intention yeah. of doing an Eldar army. No, um, but you know what? I mean, we can, like, the Ninth Ed seems pretty beers and pretzelsy. It seems like you can play it, beer and pretzels, right yeah. up to, like, play it intensely. Um, and I've got a few buddies that, that play it, like, pretty chill. So um, I don't feel terrible about spending some money on it. There's um, the workshop reeling me back into 40K. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at the very least, you can play them in Kill Team, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of Kill Team, that's uh, – is that what rolled out next? No, the Heresy stuff came out. Um, came up on screen. Um, so we, we didn't get a preview of the box set. Uh, I suspect they'll probably save that for Adepticon, which makes sense. That's, you know, 2.0 would be a much bigger announcement, so you'd, you'd want to do it at the bigger con. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they released, in this gentleman's opinion, his favorite model, and you should be seeing it relatively soon on your stream, uh, and that's Cabanda. Mm. Um, so uh, they previewed him. Uh, he said he's he's incredibly large. Um, those of you who have seen the Bloodthirster, the regular Bloodthirster is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hoof is probably about the size of a Marine's chest on the main Bloodthirster, maybe two thirds of a Marine. Mm-hmm. Cabanda's hoof is the full size of a Marine. Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah, so he's going to be massive and all resin. Um, I, I believe Caband is a Lord of War in uh, the Demons list, so that would make sense. But he's probably like at least Imperial Knight-sized. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so he's massive. And he's an unbelievable sculpt. Too wet, like, looks, looks really good. He's got his whip in his right hand, and he's got like a chain axe in the left. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then there was kind of some hints at the rebranding and stuff that's happening and kind of what's coming down the pipeline. So, um, like first, uh, it, it hinted that I think there's going to be some kind of a campaign or something. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe like it, it came up and it, it said, um, blood and skulls. Uh, and I think, I think this was after 
the new Horus Heresy logo. So it's rebranded as Warhammer, uh, colon, the Horus Heresy under, or sorry, Horus Heresy underneath of it. Okay. Um, and then it said, uh, it was, and then it said, um, coming soon, Blood and Skulls, the Bane of Sanguinius, I think it was. Um, learn more at warhammercommunity.com. Um, but this was after, like a wh- like a while after it already, you know, showed the name Cabanda on the screen. So we know that it's already Cabanda, but I think this is, I think it's kind of hinting. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm extrapolating a little bit. Um, yeah. And that, that was all we got. That was heresy specific. Uh, and then we got more plastic Eldar. Um, and so the next Kill Team box set is Eldar Corsairs. And we only saw one model, which is the leader of the Eldar Corsairs. But holy fucking shit. It looks amazing. Like, if the Avatar wasn't out there, I think this would be, like, a strong contender for, like, model of the year. It looks so good. It looks dynamic. He looks very piratical. Um, yeah, like, I, I'm getting, I'm buying that box set for sure. So, I don't know what's on the other side, but, you know, you'll have something to play against me <laughs> in guilty. Fair enough. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I assume it'll be more chaos, but I don't know. I haven't seen Cabanda come up yet. Yeah, he'll be coming soon. Uh, he he looks good. Um, and then uh, and then they showed some Necromunda, um, which I also love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's moving out of the hive now. And it's moving to the Ash Wastes, and so it seems like um, like well, I mean the Ash Wastes Nomads are coming back, but I have a feeling they're probably going to be a gang. Okay. Pretty, okay. Uh, pretty along, but I, I get the sense the box set's going to be um, a train heist. So uh, I'm excited to see where where that goes uh, for Necromunda. So that'll that be, that'll that'll, that'll be a nice uh, terrain piece for sure. Um, I yeah, definitely consider picking up that box just for the terrain. Yeah. Uh, well, if you do, you can keep the Orlocks in it, which I assume it's a assume it's against the Orlocks. Um, and then you'll have to start playing Necromunda too. But a lot. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I love Necromunda. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't have anyone to play with. And I mean, even 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 Kill Team, Kill Team is right up my alley. And I would I would consider doing a Kill Team, a small Kill Team force. Yeah. Um, because the new a lot of the new models coming out from Games Workshop are just fantastic, fantastic models. Yeah, um, and those elder models are just oh my god, chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're unbelievable. Um, oh and uh, so then, then yeah, yeah. Then, then we moved into the Q and A session. Uh, I didn't stay for the whole Q and A session because uh, I wanted to get up here and chat a little bit while it was still fresh. And mm-hmm. um, and it seemed like somebody was having some kind of a medical emergency, so I got spooked and left. Um, because I'm doing everything I can to make sure that my test is negative on Saturday. Uh, fair, um, enough. fair enough, fair enough. So that I can still get home. So uh, most of my time has been spent just being like holed up in the room, being a hermit. <laughs> well, I mean, but, you know, like we, we, we talked extensively before, before the trip and our plans and all that, because being that we're Canadians, getting back into the country we had to go through just a ton of hurdles yeah and 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 it wasn't just going to be an easy oh we fly back to you know whatever state we're from like flying 
back into Canada was going to be uh, a problem if we got sick. And yeah. it was just not something neither one, either one of us was really willing to risk. And being that, you know, Papa Nurgle hit my house hard. Um, I didn't want to find out, you know, yes, I tested negative the day I was supposed to fly out, but I didn't yeah. want to get here, find out I'm, find out I'm sick in Vegas, get you sick. And then both me and you were held up in the hotel room for 11 days, ready to kill each other. Yeah. Well, and you have to sit there and listen to me on conference calls because yeah. I'll have to work the whole time. Yeah, exactly. um, which means you also have to sit there and be like perfectly silent through those conference calls. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, I that, think you're doing you know, all it, the right things. And uh... yeah, I'm doing everything I can. Uh, I went to Walgreens and bought like tons of fucking Lysol and like disinfectant sprays. And I'm like, I'm halfway through a bottle of hand sanitizer already, and it's like the second day that I've been here. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless I have to, I haven't. I haven't left the hotel room. So, you know, I went down a couple times. I went into the the trade show floor. Mm -hmm. um, I got. Uh, I finally got a Venom for Crisis Protocol. Yeah, you were saying that you were, you were so, telling me that. Yeah, I'm, I'm jacked about that because um, I I love Venom. He's one of my favorites. Oh, Venom! And Venom! Venom is. You know, one of my favorites too. He has been one of my favorites. Oh God, I have the Symbiote Six comics, the Maximum Carnage comics. Uh, him and Go, him and Ghost Rider teamed up for a while. Oh, that's cool because I, I want to put him into my team with Ghost Rider. Yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, um, like I've got uh, I've got Defenders and Midnight Suns, and those are both like on the the darker side of like yeah. Marvel, yeah. and I was like, he'll fit really well in there. Um, and uh and that that's that's a pretty good beer and pretzels game too uh i guess it fits pretty well like if you're a competitive person like you can play that very competitively yeah um but uh i think i think at this point anyone listening to this podcast knows that's not really my shtick mm -hmm. um it's not really what i'm about i'm just about yeah. having having fun uh and then uh i bought a thanatar um yep. But I bought the Thanatar Calyx, like the one that nobody ever puts on the field. Is that the <laughs> um, one with the, 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 the rectangular fist things? Yeah, yeah, and the big like laser cannon on its shoulder. Yeah. Instead of the big uh, plasma bombard. It's got like yeah. a targeted like laser like I think it's a jacked up LAS cannon. Um Yeah, but, I think you're, I think you're right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's and, a... and a dual molar bolt cannon, I think, is on it too. Mm -hmm. Um it's just like I, I love I love the Thanatar and the Castellax models, but uh, I've never like the the whole I see that thing like striding through the battlefield and like trying to get somewhere as opposed to like you know the the one with the plasma bombard, which is sitting there and yeah yeah like it, it's yeah I mean really like I I mean both of those are. I, I mean, I don't know. So I, I like Ordo Reductor, and this one feels more like an Ordo Reductor mm -hmm. um, Thanatar, right? Like it's got the big Siege Wrecker fist thing, and um, it's got like a like a pinpoint laser. Um, yeah, and uh, and that that'll fit because I'm going to use like Onager Dune crawlers for, um, uh, and and I have the the neutron lasers on those. And yeah. those are going to be like my Ordo Reductor tank battery. And um, they had no Thalax though. They didn't have a single Thalax in the house. Really? 
Yeah, yeah. They they uh they just brought the boxes that had the Mechanicum stuff out for me, and they were like, you can just dig through it. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Sweet. And, uh, Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a couple Karaknos assault tanks, which I don't have my book with me, so I don't know if they're like if they would fit kind of for what I want to do. But I mean, all I'm not. There's not gonna be a lot of models in that list anyway. Um, yeah. Because they're the models I've I've got are expensive wise, so like I get to three thousand points pretty quickly, um, <laughs> just with like shit that I already own really, um, and uh, and now I gotta take something out and throw this um, Thanatar in instead. But yeah, it's cool. It. It'll it'll look cool. It'll, it'll be fun. Just again, um, I think I just need like a bit of a break from Marines this year, which I know yeah, like yeah, we've got this big box set coming out like. Um, I may just skip on it and just get what? the books. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have so much fucking heresy shit. I have so much shit in general. Man, um, you can never have too much heresy shit. Yeah. Well, like I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta move back to, and uh, oh yeah, I want to get some of this backlog through. So this is fucking awesome that you're you're moving back here in the spring. Yeah. So yeah, um, fantastic. You know, barring something else popping up, but yeah, um, that's that's the plan. Uh, so what I might do is drive to Adepticon instead of fly, and then just drive from Chicago to Edmonton after that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was, that, would, I, that would save me some time. I was looking at because I have a voucher from Air Canada, and I have to change my delta flight or else mm -hmm. i just cancel and lose i'm thinking i'm gonna tr i'm going to try and make a depthicon happen yeah like, sweet like, it, it, well it, i got a hotel yeah. room i got one right in the uh conference center because um adepticon announced that you have to be vaxxed and you have to wear masks and a bunch of people like rage quit over it and <laughs> so i managed to grab a hotel reservation in the hotel um so i can cancel the one that's like, you know, a 25 minute walk away, okay. um, which is great. So now I'm going to be just stumbling distance and, uh, now all I the, have to do uh, is make sure I catch COVID before the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds like you're probably uh, going to get it right now. Um, I, as I'm trying, it's like, I wanted to get this over with. Yeah. Just go kiss your wife. Oh, I did. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew is in my mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my! He just yeah. came up. Cabanda just came up. I don't think the photos do his size the size justice. No, that's what the guy was saying. Um, they didn't put anything up to like compare it to him. Um, like he just—I mean, he's in a—he looks like he's about to whip whip someone's ass. Yeah, literally. No, he's, he's fair enough. But yeah, he. Wow, that's a fantastic model. Yeah, I, I, I wish I wish they did a better job of showing his size. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, uh, no, I can see a marine on his base. Oh, can you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a dead marine. There's a dead blood angel on that base. He's Jesus Christ. That would he is fucking big then. Yep. Again, again, guys, this is live. This yeah, it's live, up live for you. <laughs> live for me it's coming up on my facebook as we speak oh look at that little legends <laughs> thank you miles 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's all over it. Um Wow. Well, it sounds like uh I mean obviously they're probably gonna be saving a, a lot of uh the big reveals for heresy at hopefully at Adepticon. I mean we all know about the box set. It's this is you know we all know about it. It's the worst kept secret in gaming. Tabletop yeah. gaming right now. Um I just I just wish we'd get a you know a tentative date when we're getting oh, yeah. heresy two point Right. There is a blood angel there. Little Mark Four guy. Little small Mark Four guy, yeah. Not, not really small. Like he like at first I was like, I was like, Oh, I can't really tell how big he is. And then you look at this tiny fucking little marine, full size dead marine. You're like, Oh I get it now. He's a big yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Um Man, what craft world did Mogan Ra pull out of the warp? Maybe I'll do that one. Uh, it's been so long since I've actually looked, done any like research into the Elder history. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking I, it up man, right I, now. I, I, I uh, really, I really want that model, the Megan Ra model, because the old one was it was cool, but this one is just I just want to have it, just to have it. Like, yeah. Uh, like the, oh, he's from Alton Sar. Alton Sar. Let's look that up. Um, what do they look like? Craft World Alton Sar. Well, they might be the magenta ones. Yeah, they are. Oh, oh okay. I can... See that? I do like magenta as a color. I don't know if I want to do that one. I might do the one that's like a lot of uh, rangers anyway. Oh, Alcock. Um, yeah, uh, because then then if I do like a, a lot of Corsairs with them, they'll make sense. That would make sense. I've always had a thing for um, a BL10. The green and white color scheme. Yeah. Like the... the, the the thorn roses mm -hmm. um i mean i couldn't i couldn't freehand one of those but i have always i was always a big fan of the green and red or the green and white sorry um i just the con the colors were so contrasting that i was just like i loved that you know you had this dark green and then this bright brilliant white i thought they really contrasted each other really well yep yeah they uh they do um uh my buddy does bl10 uh, oh, wow. yeah and uh they're pretty good um they're more of a generic you know there's some more out there crap worlds like yand and uh uthway bl10 just feel more like they're the you know jack of all trades master of none kind of thing mm-hmm yeah, I, I, I don't need a lot of blues, so maybe this one would be pretty all right. Well, the Alice Hawk are blue and white. Yeah, yeah, and yellow helmets. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, and they, they have that sniper character, too, that ranger character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Anyways, um, yeah, this will uh, be sweet, but... 
that's all for my correspondence, I think, that I've right. got for you guys tonight. Um, uh, we will have to have you, we'll have to uh, have a little chat again tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, you'll have yep. to give us a rundown uh, of the mega battle. Yeah. Um, shout out to some of the people that were expecting me to be there and I was planning on having beers with, uh, Geek Mike. Uh, I'm really sorry, man. <sighs> I yeah. Really uh, oh, he's got stuff uh, for us apparently. I know, that's what he was saying. Like, thanks, Mike. Yeah, that's huge. Um. Yeah, that's. I, mean, uh, I don't know what it is yet, but I'm exciting. I'm excited too. So, Mike, when you hear this, thank you. I wish I could be there. Uh, if you're going to make it to Adepticon, I'm going to try and make it myself. Um, I'm going to try and swing some things. Um, and, uh, you know, and me and you were talking, maybe, maybe we could hit up, uh, music hit city heresy sometime. Cause fuck that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, I think, I think that's probably what I'll maybe start doing. Um, instead of just saying like one con, like if, if I, like if, if I do like one, like international con slash event every mm -hmm. year, like, um, Maybe I'll do like Adepticon every other year and then pick a different a different one on the That's off years. Idea. Right. That's so I can do like Music City Heresy like one year and I can do like and then you know cycle background for LVO. Mm -hmm. Um you know, we'll we'll see. I'm going like I'll, I'll figure out if I like Adepticon or LVO better. Um I like Chicago as a town better than Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so that that might really just lock me in at uh at adepticon like moving mm. forward um but uh, it's hard hard to oh, say really. and, uh show to kyle he's the he's the gentleman that was going to bring a uh emperor's children cacophony army uh third, mm -hmm. third yeah the um, yeah third legion or third yeah whatever. third third company elite third company thank you i couldn't think of the word company um and decided that it was way too nasty in Centurion Plus, and yeah. didn't think people were going to have fun. Fair enough. And yeah, he, that's he, a it's a very considerate way to play, and I respect it. I and do too. Gets the so, Alex seal of approval. So he decided to do up a three thousand point Raven Guard army in a month and a half. In yeah. A month and a half. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was putting my my list together today um, mm -hmm. of like players, and I was like Raven. I thought he was playing something else. Um, yeah, he's, but, he's doing Raven Guard, and uh, I think he's went with a Terminator Terminator themed. Oh, that'll be cool! Like heavy deliverer. Yeah, heavy deliverer kind of thing. I I didn't get much, I didn't get a chance to talk to him too much because he was obviously. Uh, Cause he just sent me, a, he sent me a shot me a message on Instagram. And he's like, Hey, you ready to throw down dice? Basically. And I was like, yeah, man, not going COVID sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, since, since I can't, uh, since he, there's another guy, Daniel, um, who was going to come and I kind of, I formulated a lot of my narrative in particular around him, mm -hmm. um, and what he wanted to do. So, um, like uh shout out to daniel sorry you can't come man um but he this this was kind of one of our, our big twists and big surprises was he sent me an email and said my buddies play 30k it seems awesome and they showed me 
the Oz30K ancient Eldari list. Would you be cool if I played with that? And, he, and I said, well, what are you thinking? And he said, I have this Autark leading them. She's a Howling Banshee Autark. And uh, I want to be on the traitor side as the Cabal. And I said, oh. fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, you absolutely can. I was like, that's brilliant. Um, and I said, oh. I, I will absolutely endorse that. Please come. I was like, don't tell anybody that you're doing it. I want it to be a secret. Because um, a, a ton of people will appreciate it. It would probably trigger some people. But it was going to create such an amazing story. And that ties into the twist that I can't talk about right now. Um, well, I mean, I probably could because this could isn't going to air before. How about, how about this? Anyway. How about this? Why don't you save it for tomorrow night's talk? You know what? I'm going to save it actually uh, for the very end for the Sunday night recap. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you after when we um, when we stop recording. When we stop recording, yeah. yeah. You better fucking tell me. Yeah, I will. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Like, it's like, good. like, like, I want you guys to understand. I know nothing about what was going on. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the missions. I haven't seen any of the, anything. He kept me in the dark for this. So I was going to be just like I literally just found out there was going to be an elder player there. Fantastic idea. I would actually I was going to be on the trader side so I wasn't going to be able to whip some elder ass, but I w- I would love to see how they play in in, mm-hmm. in heresy like yeah. and you know what? Maybe I could do up uh you elder can do army. It. Yeah, and you can use all these new plastics. <laughs> oh my god, Games Workshop could take all my money. Yeah, so um, actually there is one unit that I just friggin' love in the Oz 30k rules mm-hmm. um, for the Eldar, and I can't believe it's not actually a unit um, because it would make total sense. And it's basically a Guardian, like an Eldar Guardian's HQ unit. Um, and so it's it's... It's like a general, but like they have some awesome armor and some awesome like weapon and equipment loadouts. But it makes total sense that like you would have someone who's in command of like the citizen militia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the citizen soldiery, um, who's just like you know they. It, it's like in you know World War Two and stuff, right? Like you had guys that, and, and even World War One, who then they got called back to be like. Um, you know, military commanders again. Like, uh, I, I mean, to to a degree, Captain Winners from yeah. like Band of Brothers uh, from the five hundred first, the hundred first Airborne. Uh, sorry, um, and uh, like he was, he was a citizen, and then just became a very, very talented commander. Right? Um, like, you know, he didn't go to a military academy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like. He wasn't born into a military family. He wasn't this military guy. He was, you know, World War II broke out. The U.S. was getting involved, and he signed up and then had a real knack for it and became really talented at it. And that's, like, that's exactly kind of the feel that I get from this Guardian HQ. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Guardian Defender cool. HQ unit. Um, but, uh, and actually, the Eye of Horus did, when that, um, when the Oz 30K thing came out, um, the uh the I Horus did a contest for like the best conversion of that that HQ unit. Um which I was hoping to do, but then I had to like leave for work and um and get to do it. But 
yeah uh okay well i guess i guess you and i are uh doing some eldar this year too apparently i'm, I'm excited for that actually um it'll be nice it'll be a nice mix from like the constant grim industrial and heavy yeah. marine and, and human human thing and it'll be nice to get back to the the roots that brought me back to uh to the hobby yeah i totally um, agree 100%. Yeah, and then and then you, that's very easily like a dual army. Like if you're gonna beer and pretzels, forty k it with a couple of dudes, just in a garage, or you know, then you're gonna play thirty k with your buddy, and you just don't feel like playing Marines. You want to, or if you're doing a Great Crusade event, oh yeah, like you can bust those out and play them in the Great Crusade. Like it's uh, it's a lot of fun. One of the Waterloo guys um, is doing a, an Awakening Tomb World right now with oh, cool. the Oz thirty k rules. Yeah, so um it's awesome man. i'm gonna miss that crew i was talking with them a little bit tonight actually i was i jumped on the discord oh, nice. channel was, was hanging out and chatting with them but um they were they were planning to do an event this weekend because they couldn't go to lvo but uh ontario's on uh, still wow, in yeah. heavy restriction right now so hmm. well uh, let's how about we wrap this up yeah yeah let's and, do that um i guess it's a little it's about 11 your time midnight my time um let's let's all uh, let's you get you to give me a call tomorrow and we will talk about the mega battle yeah let's do it awesome uh, yeah okay perfect well uh we'll be back uh with my next communique Welcome back. Part two. Live from Las Vegas. Well, you're live from Las Vegas. I'm not. Yeah, I'm live from Las Vegas. You're live from Edmonton. Yay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Any new updates on your side? Anything getting you excited? Life is getting better. That's good. Um, You tested yet? I have not, but I'm definitely not feeling great today. So you might test positive tomorrow. I might. I'm going to be testing myself tomorrow. See how it goes. So, yeah, we'll see. I also get a test tomorrow. Yay! Hopefully, you didn't catch anything. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I've had to tell way more adults to put masks on than I would have liked. Today. I want to say I'm shocked, but I'm not. Uh, no, most people actually were super nice about it. Like there was beers going around. People were having a good time. Um, actually in our group was really, really good. It was mostly like other people that would come to check it out or that were like playing a pickup game nearby. I'd have to kind of be like, guys, come on, like pull it up here. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I, I, I have two like overflow tables. So I, I've, you know, I've let people like set up kill team and stuff on them. Uh, just because I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I got the space, so here you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, there was one guy that came by to check it out, and the guy was like, he was in like decent shape, uh, mm-hmm. and he didn't have a mask on. He just had a uh, a face shield. Yeah. 
which is supposed to be like not allowed. Um, but uh, he didn't have it on. He just had it like kind of up in the air, like sitting on the top of his head, like a sun visor. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and he was getting kind of close to some of the players and, and I came up and I was like, Hey man, I just need you to pull your face shield down. Yeah. And he goes, no, I, he goes, I, I have a sheet, I have a sheet. And I was like, yeah, I don't need to see your paperwork, man. Um, I was like, I just need you to pull the face shield down. And he walks around the table and gets like right into my fucking personal space, like right up into my face. Uh, still hasn't pulled the thing down. And he's like, he's like, what? He's like, he's like, I, I have an exemption. And he, st- he goes to reach for it. And I was like, I don't need to see your paperwork. I, and, and I, I like stepped back like mm-hmm. a couple steps and I put a hand out and I was like, some of us travel internationally and we need to pass negative COVID tests to keep doing things. And I was like, I don't need to see your paperwork. Just pull your face shield down or leave. And he kind of like, for a second, I thought like maybe he was going to hit me. <laughs> like, oh, um, like he was kind of like posturing a little bit. And then he kind of like looked back at his buddies and like a few of the players were kind of starting to look up. Yeah. And, uh, and then he just left. Uh, and his two buddies just had like surgical masks under their chins. Oh. And so they, they just left. But I was like, come on, dude. Like, and, and, and any, anyone in that, you know, the kind of shape that this guy was in, Mm-hmm. Uh, does not have like a lung issue that means he can't breathe through a piece of cloth or even like, have a face shield yeah yeah or even have the face shield on like have the face shield on man like you know what i mean it's yeah it's it's literally less effort than the conversation you had to have with me yeah <laughs> like, yeah uh, it, i mean we we knew these kind of people were going to be there and the thing is like you said some people are traveling internationally and they need to pass COVID tests to yeah. get back into their country of origin. And sure, you might get to travel in the US and you don't have to worry about that shit. But fuck, what about the rest of us? You know, yeah. You know, I made I made the decision in so that I didn't put other people at risk because I had been exposed to COVID not to go. Yeah. You know? It was not the easiest of decisions. I'm out a fair bit of money. Yeah. And but it was the right thing to do for other people. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, what it is. Yeah. Um and, and I mean you're you're not you're not alone in that bucket, right? We were supposed to have thirty five for the mega battle mm-hmm. and uh we had twenty um like twenty four today. Hmm. So uh, we lost we lost eleven people, which is like pretty substantial. Um Yeah. For, for that um that's like 30 percent attrition rate yeah that's almost a perturabo quota <laughs> uh yeah but uh i mean it, it was it was pretty good we had kind of like three ultra long tables like kind of like five tables butt to butt and um yeah i i, I gave the uh gave the mission packs out based on what we had um it was pretty pretty close to an even split um and we had uh we had um 12 traders and 13 loyalists uh even with that numerical advantage uh chapter one actually went to the traders who got 35 campaign points to 19 oh wow on the loyalist side Go traders for the war master. 
Yeah, uh, but uh, big big shout out MVP of the day, Colton Hatch. Oh, yeah. uh, seven campaign points. Oh. Um, in in the mega points out of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the highest out of anybody. Um, the next next closest one was four. It was his Ultramarines. Oh. Um, oh, is he the one we did that list for? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So he, he brought his uh he brought his defense platform and he brought um a fucking beautifully painted Nemesis Titan. Um, oh, wow. I think it's a Nemesis. Is that the one with like the is the Nemesis the one with the big cannon on its back? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got and it's kind of got like it's open topped on the top. Uh yeah, and it's got yeah, like yeah. the anti air cannons on the shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the nemesis. Yeah, that is the nemesis. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like he, he's got a really, really nicely painted nemesis. His ultramarines look friggin' chef's kiss too. Mm. Um, and uh, and 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 he he showed up. Um, and uh, it was um, it, it was a lot of fun, and, and and it wasn't really an issue if um. Because I know some people worried, like, oh well, I don't know how many points I can bring to the mega battle. Yeah. Like, how is it if if it's so free form? How am I supposed to know what to do? Um. And so we, uh, like, I I had kind of thought quite a quite a bit about it. And so, for example, Zach's table had um, the loyalists outgunned them by eight thousand points. Oh wow. And so he's like, so what do we do with this? And I said. When your units get destroyed, you can bring back eight thousand points, like in a second wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that's sweet, that's awesome, yeah, let's let's do that." And so, um, and then you know, there was a few little things where they were like, "Hey, you know, we'd really enjoy it more if we did this. Would that be cool if we changed it?" Like, because um, a couple of the titans had deployed like maybe too far away. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. And so they were like, "Oh fuck!" Like they're not going to do anything. So they're like, "Can we shoot?" Like. Are you cool if we change it to shoot one level down um, or up? And oh. I said, if everyone on your table agrees to that, you can do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to police. I'm just here to facilitate. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. It's a mega battle. You're here to have fun. I think, like, yeah, sure. The, the the results of the mega battle carried over into, you know, the event itself, the narrative event itself. But at the same time, it's a, it's a mega battle. Like like you, we're literally there to throw the biggest guns we have just to have fun. I mean, I I know mega battles aren't your thing, but I fucking love them. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and I mean that's why I was kind of like you know I was somewhat relying on you to help kind of coach me through it. But um, I I, I, well, I, I probably so dropped the ball in like a couple spots. Probably wasn't as good as it could have been, but um, Did people, you know, people still yeah people still seemed like they were having fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, you know, really, at the end of the day, the way I've always looked at mega battles, and any mega battle that I've run or helped run, um, it's always been, at the end of the day, I don't really care what you do as long as everyone's having fun while you do it, and and I mean, it's also like like I said, like a lot of the times, like we're not getting to bring out our, you know, I have a I have a warhound titan, I've used it once in one mega battle it's yeah. more of a piece you know a, a pride piece kind of thing um but i have a thunderhawk from my dark angels that's never seen the battlefield it's fully painted it, it is ready for the battlefield it's never seen it because i just don't have a lot of the opportunities to pull out that 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 uh unit and i really think that 
mega battles just give people that opportunity who've spent the cash on you know these extravagant very expensive models so i'm I, i've always looked at it more of that way like you know yeah pull out what you want play what you want play how you want no restrictions have fun you know? yeah yeah um and actually there was a lot less um transport flyers than i thought there was going to be um okay. yeah which kind of sucked because I, I i mean normally you see tons of transport flyers uh, mm -hmm. So I, I built one of the loyalist missions around transport flyers, oh. uh, like uh, for like escaping. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then there was only like a thunderhawk. Well, so I was like, okay, you got to get that thunderhawk off the table. Uh, and then it didn't make it off the table, but um, that's okay because all that did was like potentially give um, victory points. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, but if it if it got sh if those transports got shot down it opened them up to get campaign points instead. So if they could retrieve the asset that was trying to escape, then mm -hmm. they, they got a campaign point, which they, they did afterwards. The lion actually secured it. Oh, nice. Uh, and, uh, and brought it. Oh, lion. Yeah. yeah, so it was his own Thunderhawk that got shot down. and then um, So then he had to walk him onto the field. Huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it, uh, it it was it was cool, um, and uh, so you know, I, I going think, into yeah. more into to, into day one of the event, the narrative event itself, the traders are up right now, right? Yeah, so they they're up. So that that means that um, the loyalists will be the defenders for the remainder of the event. Okay, so cool. um, this was a loyalist held world, so they got to kind of deploy first, and they got to kind of choose who was going mm -hmm. where, garrison how. Um, and, uh, and then the traders attacked and, um, tomorrow, uh, the, the loyalists will be the defenders cause they've had to withdraw positions. Mm -hmm. And so now the traders are uh, preparing to kind of push those beachheads. So, um, recovering from the initial assault, a lot of the major war vehicles are in repair and remuster. And mm -hmm. so the advanced forces you know, the, the close-knit um, uh, soldiery that fights alongside mm -hmm. the, uh, your, your warlord or your commander, they are now the ones that are going out ahead to push the front while the heavier vehicles and heavier war machines get repaired and ready for redeployment uh, yeah. to bring us through to the climax. Nice, nice. So tomorrow is going to be the... Uh, um... Century plus, yep, yeah, exactly. Nice. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, uh, do you know, do you have numbers for how many people are going to be at the event tomorrow? I don't. Um, I, I'll, I'll know once I kind of get the rest. Um, mm. and, uh, like once I, I get everyone registered in the morning, um, and uh, and then ev everyone got a challenge coin, um if they participated in either one of the events and from, uh, from frontline. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We stopped by with a big, big box of like pretty sweet metal coins. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And then, uh, um, and then everyone's going to get a lodge coin from me tomorrow and, um, uh, Liber Demonica bits. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, everyone's gonna get their their two heads and two shoulder pads. I was what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, um, how did there was a um, 
there was a return to Istvan event going on today as well, wasn't there? Uh, no, so that that actually got had gotten canceled, um, uh, and I think uh, the gentleman FLG he reached out and said like we don't have enough people really to make it happen because uh, they had people dropping out due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can offer these guys refunds or free tickets over to the Mega Battle, and I said yeah, okay, offer them free tickets, and if, if they don't want to give them a refund. And then I don't think he actually executed on it because um, one guy, Chase, showed up ready to play uh, the Return to Isfan with like a killer Emperor, uh, Emperor's Children army. Mm-hmm. Like his, he um, he was running third company elite and had like some some really cool conversions and stuff. His assault squad is all made out of uh, Night Lord Night Raptors. Okay. Yeah. So and like they've started. Um, so his his paint job looks a little more like Istvan 5 and beyond. Um, like a little more like Siege of Terra-esque. Um, oh, yeah. I'm actually, I think I found photos. I think Zach posted some photos on it here. He had yeah. the, uh, looks like a Spartan, the Plasma, Sakarin. Um, it's a very beautifully painted. If this is the one you're talking about. Um, um, be- so though, uh, you're not looking close enough if you think that's the Plasma Sakarin. Um, oh, it's not. Oh, it's not. Yeah, I just got. Yeah, that's like a noise. The noise marine yeah. upgrades I've seen kicking around in, out in the internet there. Yeah, yeah. And then we were talking about like fucking cool shit to do, and it made me want to do like a third company elite. So I walked away because <laughs> um, I was like, man, like you could probably get like miniature versions of the um, cacophony guns, like three D printed. And then use those like rules wise as uh, like a Volkite charger support team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and just like yeah. drop them in somewhere, have them jump out of a vehicle, and just fucking like scream them down, or get like if you could blend those um, with like a um, like with like a combi volt, like a combi mm-hmm. bolter. Uh, to then make it look almost like a combi weapon with like a noise marine thing on the bottom, you could use that as like a combi volkite. Yeah, yeah. And do all sorts of like fucking cool shit like that. And then I was like, this sounds awesome. I have to leave. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautifully painted army. Yeah, it's stunning. I took a ton of pictures of it too. Uh, I've, and, I've got uh, Zach. Zach's got two photos up here, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to your photo dump. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I'm I'm looking at the photos that Zach posted. I'm not seeing a whole lot of large, like super heavies. Um. Yeah. Not no. They're they're. Uh, you know, we like we we had a lot of knights, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that were present, that. And, and those are so those are super heavies. Ooh, cool. Um, old school uh, Forge World or uh, Armor Cast Reaver Titan. I see that. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Chaos Reaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that base is unbelievable. Like that guy's put so much work into it. He's got like the siege of Vrax, like chaos augurans on the base. And Oh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's unreal, man. It's, it's one of the best one. Of, it's, it might be like the best Titan I've ever seen. Um, oh. like paint, paint job wise. Um, oh, nice. and, and just from like a hobby perspective, like that guy fucking killed it. Put that uh, work in. Put that, put yeah. that work in. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he really, he really went for it. Um, yeah, a lot, tons, tons of beautiful stuff. Uh, yeah, lots of beautifully painted knights. Uh, chaos, lots yeah, of uh, 
few looks good, like we, few good Cameroons. Looks like we got a uh, a Chaos Militia army. Uh, yeah, those were um, uh, are those the ones with the Iron Warriors? Mm, no, I don't think so. That's a lot of Lehman Rust tanks and Bane Blade and. Oh, that was Zach's. Those are that's, oh, that's Zach. Zach. That's Zach's army. Oh, okay, okay. I just see there's a uh, Chaos Knight or Chaos Warrior shield on the side of one of the tanks on one of the side on actually on the side of all the Lehman Rust tanks. So, oh, uh, he's definitely changed his army up over the years. Yeah, yeah, he uses uh, some of the Mordian tanks for it, um, mm -hmm. and the Mordian tanks look amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get some of those for sure. Oh, nice. um, I think I'm going to use those as uh, Lehman Russes as well. Um, <clears throat> a salamander army. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. The salamander, uh, the salamanders look sweet. Um, his army was cool. And then he found out about like Return to Ispan 5. And he was like, fucking, he's like, okay, I'm going to sign up right now. And I was like, well, uh, it's a wait list. Um, but I hope <laughs> to see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so I think he's going to sign up for the wait list. But um, yeah, uh, everyone was everyone was pretty cool, pretty chill. Um, lot, uh, one guy, um, Noah, he uh, he this is like his third LVO. So he got like third Legion dice um, and gave everyone like a couple of third Legion dice out. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, which was uh, which was awesome. And then. Then we uh, we we raffled the prizes off um, for the mega battle or, uh, for the mega battle. So I gave away um, two FLG uh, gaming mats. Oh yeah. And uh, those came from Frontline. And then uh, I gave away one of the versatile terrain gift certificates and two of the event only praters that um, Games Workshop donated. Nice. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we and we raffled those off. And actually. Uh, uh, Chase, the guy, the guy with the Empress Children, got first pick. So we had oh. we had twenty four people. I just I took um, I took four dice and mm -hmm. I just rolled and that number. I like I put everyone on a spreadsheet and mm -hmm. whichever number I rolled got a uh, got a prize. And somehow That's I rolled awesome. Chase twice, so I had to re-roll him once. But <laughs> wow, what are the chances um, on four like, yeah, yeah, I I don't know, man. It's definitely better than like, um, well, it's probably like one out of twenty four, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the but still, yeah, I guess. No, the the actual combination, the chances are probably higher than one in twenty four, but I guess not. No, me no math good right now. Yeah, well, uh, because I'm essentially using it as like a twenty four sided die, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, so what, what did uh, what did uh, Chase ended up picking. What did he grab himself? Uh, he actually took the versatile terrain gift card. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, because uh, he's got um, he's got uh, quite a few versatile terrain um, uh, nameplates already yeah, on yeah. Uh, on his and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, he was. Like, I'm gonna need this. <laughs> like he just walked <laughs> up and like didn't even hesitate. Just grabbed it and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it yeah, looks like it, yeah, it looks like it was a lot of a lot of fun today. Seeing some very interesting armies. I got like a knight or mini baby knight and dreadnought combo. I think it's a dark angel. Oh, I think it's all that same guy with the thunderhawk. I think it's his entire more of his stuff. Like that's awesome. 
I'm just yeah, I'm, um, I'm living vicariously through photos right now. Yeah, well, so so some of them like didn't deploy their stuff all in a group. Um, like Michael was uh, pretty smart, and he dispersed to kind of support different parts of of their deployment. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to just being like, okay, my mechanicum is all in this one spot. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. okay, like, well, you guys, you guys look like a little weak there. Um, they're probably going to put a lot of vehicles there. Yeah, so so I'm going to bring, the lines like, I'm gonna bring my Krios and deploy my Krios there with, with a tech marine or with a tech priest to like repair them, mm-hmm. right? And with some servo automata, um, so that way, hopefully, you know, these can, can provide some some strong support. Um, and uh, so yeah, there, there was a little more strategy involved. Uh, to keep things going and uh, but yeah no it was uh it was fun a uh, bit of a long day but tomorrow's uh tomorrow's our, our first part or um you know chapter two yep and uh everyone will get their their marching orders and mm, i can't hopefully wait. keep going yeah um i can't wait we, to hear of all the shenanigans uh yeah packs and whatnot yeah, um, one one table um, had like a night atropos shoot, and it fucked up, and had like four vortex, oh. like four vortexes just bouncing around, fucking eating things on the table, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, that that, that was pretty tech. funny. Some of that arcane yeah. tech out there can really mess you up. Yeah, uh, so that that was that was pretty good, but. Um, and then, uh, now oh, I forget what I was going to say now. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, a bit of a long day, but, um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it'll, it'll be exciting um, to see how, how it goes tomorrow. But, uh, oh, now I remember we, we've got like a few people like already really steering into the narrative. So like they're already strong contenders. Um, so like Colton, uh, Chase and Zach, are all like pretty strong contenders for like the narrative prize. Okay. Um, uh, Cause Zach actually has like, it's coiled and bound. Like he got it like printed and bound um, like a full booklet on the history of his regiment and like what they've competed in and what they've done and, and how their, how their organizational structure functions and like, including like their 2000 point deployment and their 3000 point deployment, like including graphics of like this many, you know, squads of, Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I'm going to get some better pictures of it tomorrow. And, um, those three guys, so I, you know, I, I may just end up having to raffle between the three of them, uh, for that one. Uh, that's fantastic. It's going to be so close. I, think. I, 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 I played against, uh, Zach. Was it my second year? My second year in LVO, I took my son's a horse, and he had a gun line, and I was terrified of it. Like I, I had horse, but he had a gun line that was just like I am. I don't know how I'm going to deal with all these las cannons, you know, uh, Lehman Russes. I was just terrified of it. But Horace and the Justeran made it into his line and just wrecked face. I felt kind of bad. Oh yeah, yeah, they absolutely would. <laughs> but nothing else survived on my side of the board. He leveled everything else. So basically it was a Primark on just Aaron just munching real normal humans. But it was a fantastic yeah. game. We had a blast on that one. I've I've had very 
I've only had one one bad experience playing at LVO. One game that just left a really, really bad taste. Yeah. Yeah, against um, that Sons guy, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, as I'm playing the army, and I was like, at that point in time, I'd been playing Thousand Sons for a year, so I knew the rules like the back of my hand. I knew how to play them, and I was just like, man, you can't do that. No, man, read the rules. No, no, man. And like, we got to turn three, and all we did was argue the entire time. I'm like, dude, read the rules. You can't do that. I felt bad, but at the same time, I mean, coming in a novice and, you know, I'm not going to let you just do whatever you want because you think you can do it. But that's beside the point. Every other yeah. game, all, what, six, 12 other games I've played at LVO have, have I been there three times? Two times. God, I can't remember. I now. I'm not sure. Uh, 2020, 2019. Did I go in 2018? Hmm, can't remember. Is that bad? That's bad. Um, but yeah, like I've had all I've had all these great games. Only one bad game. Um, I've memories that you know I cannot, will never forget. Well, maybe unless I get dementia, but like just some really great games with some fantastic people. Yeah, I, I yeah, think that's uh, one. It's, it's it's a lot of fun, and and the crew seems all really jazzed and super positive and very narrative focused right now. Um, and, uh, and it's cool. Like, no, there, there's like no pressure on whether we win, you know, they're winning or losing. Um, they just, they just want to contribute. Yeah. it's uh, awesome. And yeah. And I think having like the, um, the campaign point system, like, you know, even, even when the a loyalist side lost, like they got jazzed and, and I'm so glad that Colton got like seven to not only keep the loyalists in it somewhat, but mm-hmm. um, like when like it's it's a perfect example, right? So when guys heard that, they're like, "Oh, okay, right on, man. I'm I'm gonna have a chance to really bring this back for us." So so uh, basically, they're rallying around the ultramarines. Yeah, yeah. So Seems it's gonna. Fitting. Seems yeah, yeah. Fitting. Very much. So, very, very much. So. I mean, uh, and that's and that's and that's. I think what I think. Like and I, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I think that was one of the things that you were trying to accomplish with this event was that kind that 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 storytelling that these guys are creating in the game where you got this ultimate player and he's you know he's rallying the all, the loyalist side to him because of what the amount of effort he put out there you know kind of thing like like and it, it just seems you know not. St- not storybook, but like very fitting that the ultramarine, you know, the ultramarine force is the one that was like not so much holding the day, but like being the exemplars of, you know, battle kind of thing. Like they really held and kept the loyalists in, uh, in the in the battle without you know losing too much, right? Without being too much of a blowout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, it'll be good. I can't wait to hear more stories about what's going, what happens tomorrow and what happens on, on Sunday. I mean, I'm still really bummed. I didn't get to be there to support my, uh, my traitorous brothers. Cause oh, that's okay. I, They're doing fine without you. Apparently, yeah. apparently I just, I, I, sta- I stayed up on the, on my ship and was just like, mm, you guys got this. You guys yep. got this. Yeah, you're just gonna keep on moseying on to uh, to Terra. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm piecing out to Terra. I got some, I got some blood angels to go kill. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I really, I really like, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I'm not there, but I'm going to live vicariously through every one of these pictures through you. Through this yeah. Conversation. Well, I mean, I mean, since everybody like from Edmonton uh, missed it, um, I'll probably just run the same event. Like when I get back. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And then, and then everyone I'll, I'll be, be there to help. Yeah, uh, and then anyone who wants to play in it, or you know, didn't get the chance to, can play basically the same campaign. But maybe, maybe it comes out differently. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. It doesn't, but uh, yeah, uh, it, it'll so, at least be be something for us, for something for us to do. So, any of uh, our local Edmonton boys, if you're interested and you didn't get to go to LVO, which was all of us. I'm pretty sure all of Edmonton didn't like everyone who was going to go to LVO from Edmonton. I'm the, I'm the only like 30 K Canadian. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. I mean, uh, just, well, te- technically Colton's Canadian. Does he live in Canada? No. Um, but he, he's from Edmonton. Oh yeah. He just lives down there. Like his, his family only lives up in Edmonton. Still. Oh, Oh, yep. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much more there is to say about the mega battle. Is there anything else Nothing. you want? You want to hammer it? I know you got another long day tomorrow. Uh, and... yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I got to uh, finish setting up for tomorrow. Um, get everyone squirreled away for that or everyone's stuff squirreled away for that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah jump jump back over uh um did you want to do like another update tomorrow or just wait until sunday uh, and i can just you know, give you like an update let's just do a you're gonna take notes tomorrow uh yeah i can take notes take notes okay and then we'll do a sunday and we'll just do like a big thing on sunday actually you know what you know what? how about we how about we break it up how about we do tomorrow if you're up to it and then a sunday okay that way all everything's right fresh you know, we don't have yeah. to be on on the on uh, recording for two hours when you try to recap absolutely everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, that that works for me. Right. Um, okay. Sweet. Right on. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be back after this brief musical break. Welcome back to the Death and Betrayal Podcast. Day two? two? Day three? Yeah. This is day three of my uh, foreign correspondence, but day two of the event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right on. How's everything on the home front? Uh, as we were talking before, um, I started going through my piles of resin crack in my basement and realized that I have stuff that i don't even remember what i was going to use it for just laying around yep. i sold my death guard army mm, august or september yeah only to find out i have enough death guard stuff still in my basement to do another death guard army <laughs> so 
Right. I, 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 I can literally do another Death Guard army with all the extra shit I had laying around in my basement for my Death Guard that I sold. <laughs> so who knows? I might do another Death Guard army. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. World's your oyster. Yeah, I may I may amalgamate it into other things. I've also uh, kind of made the conscious decision over the past couple days that uh, my Sons of Horus are going to always be one of my mainstay armies. I'm going to keep bolstering them. I started looking at some uh, uh, just uh, the Reavers and whatnot, stuff I don't have, models I don't have for them. It's like, oh, I should yeah. pick up some Reavers. Um, they'd be really great in like Zomor Callus games. Uh, maybe magnetize them so I can pop off backpacks so I can put on jetpacks kind of thing. Just just little things like that. Um, my Dark Angels, I love them. I've been having a really hard time coming up with a list that I like and will want to play with them. Um, that's been, I think, my main problem right now. And I'm kind of just going to wait until I see what the rules for 2.0 look like when they eventually come out, whenever that is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and my world eaters, uh, I started doing a to-do list, like a, like a 2020 to-do list and just going through some of the things I want to get completed and getting my world eaters fully finished and flushed out was one of them. But I mean, with the knowledge of a, you know, a plastic Spartan on the horizon, and it's one of the main things holding me back right now is I need a Spartan for my uh, for my world eaters. I'm kind of just kind of going to hold out for that right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I have everything else for the army, like for my 3,000 point list. Yeah. Except for that Spartan. I just kind of been like, oh, do I want to go spend $200 on this fucking thing? Or do I want to wait for the plastic one? Plastic one it is. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Plastic's easier to work with. Yep. And I'm hoping and, to get uh, some chaos bits and you know, like the the from the Land Raider kit. The Chaos yep. Land Raider kit and throw some of those spiky bits on there. Um oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. So enough about that. How did day two of the event go? Uh pretty good. Um so uh we kicked off, uh everyone got registered, everyone got a lodge coin. Um, and uh, everybody gets some library named Monica bits, which uh, everyone was pretty jazzed about. Nice. Um, and uh, and then we had loyalists um, out front. They, so they they because uh, they were on the back foot, so they they became the defenders for this event. Mm -hmm. um, and so they they all chose a uh, a place to to defend. And then um, the traders went and tackled some, and we had some we had some cool shit. Um, happen. Uh, Zach and Yancey really wanted to play a doubles game for the first game, so they found two people that were willing to partner up and play against them for the first oh, yeah. game. Uh, so that that was cool. And then uh, you know it was, it was like fifty fifty, I think, for win loss maybe. But um, campaign points started to kind of trickle in. Uh, then I ran off and got my got my test and, and you're uh, negative. Yeah, and I'm, I'm negative, so I can come home. <laughs> and then, uh, yep, yeah. um, that was that was kind of funny, but uh, uh, yeah, other, otherwise uneventful. Um, and 
and then we we tried to do the uh, thing with Hikati like we normally do, but I think there's just kind of too much um, ambient noise uh, for people to really concentrate. Um, so like you know how we we would put the coins on the table and then you know loyalists would get five minutes to kind of redeploy and then traders would get five minutes to redeploy. Uh, yeah. It didn't didn't really work out um, super well. Some guys called people out, made challenges and. And that was fine. We could still like accommodate around that, but uh, uh, instead, I just I took everyone's coins and just randomized them out, um, okay. and so used that. And so we did that for um, uh, the second and the third, the third uh, mission. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, guys seemed like they were having fun. A couple of feel bad moments, I guess, but um, I don't really think there's much I could do about that. Um, yeah, it we seems to like happen in every single event, uh, and not just ones that we've run, but ones we've attended. Like, oh yeah, you just think those those matchups that are perfectly mismatched um, with the mission that it just it can't. Yeah, happen. it happens. It happens, yeah. and that's the thing. I mean, and the one thing that I like to I like to refer to, and I mean, this goes back to when I was in that one event. I played my sons of Horus and basically came in dead last for everything. Um, yeah war isn't fair no it never is and i know we try to have as balanced as possible when we go to events and stuff like that but sometimes the missions just aren't going to be in your favor and it's unfortunate it really is yeah yeah um and then you know i I had to make uh like a couple of couple of rulings that um obviously people uh weren't super jazzed about but rules is written you know um that's yeah. that's the way it had to kind of fall down, but you know, that's uh, it's the yeah, way of the road. It, it, I'm it afraid. Is, uh, it, is the so, way it is what it is, and I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it sucks. Like we talked about this, I obviously know what the ruling was. Uh, yeah, we don't have to get into it, but no, rules is written where rules is written, and it yep. sucks. Like I, I agree, I agree with you. Like that was like that's bullshit. But yep. what your hands were tied, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean nobody was technically doing anything wrong. Um but uh in in the case of, of this, like yeah, it, it doesn't make sense that the rules would be that way, but I think it's something that um But that's something that's in the case of artillery it just kinda got forgotten about maybe. Um well, but it's um, something we've been dealing with with a lot of things. Like I we've had long ass debates with friends about rules as written for a while now like yeah versus rules intended yeah yeah, and and normally normally like you and i if we're playing a game we'll go rules as intended um or what what makes sense but um yeah in an event there is kind of a certain level of expectation that it'll be well i mean not even so much that like i I know i've had long conversations with armin Mm -hmm. and debates on i mean the the way it's worded uh where the pot you know where where the the scent how the sentence is structured like and you know what they intended what they what how it actually comes across and and i mean it just it is like and i'm not saying that we were arguing or fighting we were literally like reading something we're like okay how do you interpret this because this is how i interpret this yep and i think we went on for like a good hour just talking about this one sentence in this game, in the, it, I think it was something to do with the Thousand Sons. I can't remember. It was, it was, it's been a couple of years. I think it was like 
three years ago that we were having this conversation. But yeah, we we had a long, lengthy debate. It just it, I mean, Games Workshop's fallible. They are human beings. Sometimes they make mistakes. Yep. And sometimes editing doesn't get done very well. Yep. Some things get overlooked. That's the thing, right? It's unfortunate. And yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he, he still seemed like he enjoyed the whole day, but he seemed kind of bummed after that that one sort of like, sorry, man, this is kind of the way the way it is. But, um, anyways, uh, and then then he kind of bounced back, and and he still actually uh, made made a pretty significant uh, contribution. Well, there you go. The campaign points today. So, um, coming in with a little update for uh, how the campaign is going. Um, the loyalists have uh, pushed back. And managed to catch up from uh, the 19 to 35, and they're now sitting uh, 143 to 126. Oh, the loyalists really bounced back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, they they made it made a significant jump. Um, really a uh, big shout out to a couple of like real star players that really kind of tipped it and and played for the campaign points. Because okay. uh, on the on the trader side, like we still we've got pretty high campaign points. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna do an average out here actually, just okay. to kind of see. Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, they they've got like an average of six point five, six point five um, points. Okay. Which okay. uh, is sl slightly, only ever so slightly uh, inflated, because um, uh, I'm, I'm. They had one, one trader player who really, really went for it and got twelve campaign points through the day. Um, but on the loyalist side, we had one, two, three, four guys who really went for it and got twelve campaign points. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, otherwise, you know, it's. It's it's about the same in terms of average, um, yeah. And uh, and and some of that um, as well. Um, like I, I noticed, uh, I didn't see the guy um, kind of get uh, feel bad, but he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't able to. Um, and I mean, this is third hand knowledge to me. I, I didn't see the game or how it ended, mm -hmm. but it was the ambush deployment map, and the loyalists were in the center, and they had to. Get their characters to escape off the off of through the um, the trader deployment zones. Okay. And uh, the guy in the center was playing Blood Angels, so he had a lot of jump packs. So good for him. Like he's well equipped for that kind of a mission, but he yeah. still has to get through either side of these guys, right? Yeah. And so normally that would be pretty tough, but the trader player deployed all of his forces in only one deployment zone. He didn't split them to fully surround the guy. And so the guy obviously started moving for the safe, the safe end, which had nobody in it. Um, and uh, the guy didn't notice until he was about one, one, uh, you know, lucky jump to get off the table uh, with his with his characters to escape and, and slip the noose. Um, but I mean, that's you know, that's kind of what the. Um, yeah, well, I mean that's that's kind of why we we you have to pay attention to what the the opponents are doing. But um, most of uh, most of the guys have really really liked like they've they've come up to really express how they like that they don't know the opponent's mission. Yeah, you know that's that's that fog of war that you've created in in this event. Um, 
I think I think that's the thing that I like the most out of everything. Out of everything. I don't and I don't I have not there, so I don't know ever how everything's working working out. But the mm-hmm. fog of war, not knowing what your opponents like you have the like there's a general objective for each opponent, right? Am I right on that? Yeah. But uh, you're... yeah, well, so th- there's 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 not a general objective. Uh, well, I mean, I guess like you know things like slay the warlord. Obviously, yeah, yeah. like both teams would have. So there's usually at least one shared primary, or uh, sorry, never a primary. But there's usually like at least one shared secondary objective. Okay. Um, okay. At okay. least one. Uh, in the three thousand points, it's usually two two shared okay. objectives. Fair enough. Yeah, um, but they're generally the secondary objectives. The primary objectives are always different. Um, uh, I, I shouldn't say always, because actually I think on mission two, they were identical. Okay. Um, but, uh, and then on mission two, there was no way to earn additional campaign points. Um, yeah. Uh, and that, that's because, um, you know, the, the loyalists trying to escape or the, the traitors trying to kill them. Like I already felt like that, was potentially going to be one-sided in either direction, but I mm-hmm. couldn't tell which direction it could potentially be one-sided for. Um, and none of them seemed to be one-sided because uh, it's it seemed fairly evenly distributed, actually. Um, and then uh, just loyalists tended to get more campaign points. Um, so they, they, they tended to behave more on it. And maybe, maybe that's because uh, they knew they were on the back foot. And yeah, so they, yeah. they went a little more into it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean and you, you know what? Uh, or maybe just uh, more narrative players tend to lean towards loyalist factions more often because the gentleman who's uh, really stepping up for the traitors is uh, Noah. And, and he's the guy who, like, uh, he's he, he got a... He got a Dark Angels mask made for himself. Uh, his at the Mega Battle, he had a Dark Angels T-shirt on too. Um, for his pen, he brought like a quill, like it's a pen with like a feather stuck out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and he gave he he brought for for me a letter of intent of mm-hmm. uh, of war, and it's written like uh, you know he the font that he used was. Um, like a calligraphy font and, and he printed it on parchment and then he sealed it with wax which was awesome uh-huh. uh, and then and then he printed copies of his list on that same parchment paper in that same font and sealed it with a wax seal so that every person he plays against gets one of these wax sealed letters that's fantastic like, like, yeah he leaned heavily into that that narrative yeah aspect that's awesome yeah yeah and then you know the like uh you know zach and yancey the two guys that played like a, a doubles game and and zach has put a lot of effort into his mm-hmm. um into his narrative and and the the effort that he's brought in to kind of paint the picture of who his army is and they're they're right up there on the traders too right um and then yeah, uh and then awesome. michael michael um uh british michael is uh he's actually the second highest contributor behind noah um mm. and, and he flipped he flipped to the mechanicum side for us but uh you know he he came up and he said he's like this is funny because he's like i'm actually paying attention to the missions now um 
and uh, he's like for he's like for probably shockingly the first time ever, um, huh. and uh, yeah, and you know he like he's he's always a fuck he's always a delight. I know for a fact he's on he's on uh, a few people's sheets as like traitor nomination, um, and uh, and you know then then on the other side we've got guys like Colton and and uh, Reed and um, and uh, this Imperial Fist player Mike. Zavala, who's like really, really plugging for, for the campaign points and really going after it, mm-hmm. and we um, we instituted uh, an an option for players to take advantage of if they want to, um, for uh, for warlord traits. Okay. So um, you get one lord, one warlord trait for the whole the whole day or the whole sorry uh, the whole campaign. So today and tomorrow yeah and um if you if you have like like say if you got planetary governor or lord marshal or tribune which lets you pick your warlord trait because you paid for it mm-hmm. then you can pick one and that's that's it for the whole that's the only one that you get to pick and you get it for the whole campaign or you can roll for it normally mm-hmm. but you roll for it just at the start of the campaign and that's it for the whole campaign mm-hmm. or you can choose to earn your warlord trait. Yeah. And so a few guys opted to earn the warlord trait. So uh, a few people still don't have one, but a few have started to pick it up. And so um, I'm not, I'm not going to read, uh, you know, I can read all of them, I guess. So uh, the warlord trait, uh, the first one was head taker. And so the requirement is in a single game, you have to kill three characters or independent characters in a challenge with your warlord. And if you do that, you get preferred enemy independent characters in a challenge. And then uh, Master of Ambush, you successfully kill two units in the same turn that that unit arrives from outflank. So you bring a unit on from outflank and it kills a unit and you have to do that twice in a single game. And if you do that, then you'll gain infiltrate for your warlord and up to three non-vehicle units. Master of Descent, successfully deep strike two units in a game without scattering. And if you do that, your Warlord and any models arriving within six inches do not scatter. Um, Fearsome Legend, have two units lose a morale check as a result of a combat your Warlord was a part of, and then your Warlord gains both fear and fearless. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Inspiring Presence, pass a morale check four times in a game with your Warlord. And if you do that, friendly units within 12 inches of the Warlord may use the Warlord's leadership. Uh, I love this earned Warlord trait. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, This is something uh, Hollis had come up with and and recommended to me. Um, Not sure if he's used it yet or not, but uh, can't take all the credit for this idea. (laughs) Uh, Coordinated Assault. Win two combats by sweeping advance in a game with your Warlord. And your Warlord and all friendly units... Within 12 inches, be able to hit rolls of one. Target priority in the shooting phase, destroy a unit with the last hull point or wound being removed by your warlord. And then the warlord and all friendly units within 12 inches, re-roll to hit rolls of one. Uh, Tenacious killer, your warlord must make 10 successful and vulnerable saves in a game. And then you get your warlord gains the feel no pain 5 plus. Um, so that's a really good one. So it's a really tough one to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Master Vanguard, your Warlord must make a 10-inch or longer successful charge. And if you do that, the Warlord and all friendly units within 12 inches gain plus one to any run and charge distance. So um, as as time goes on and more events happen, like I'm going to add to this list, but uh, this is what we've got to start with. So um, a few guys, um, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Mike Zed, the Imperial Fist player, he went after uh, Head Taker. And so um, in the first game, he went after that, and it just so happened that he also got campaign points for killing uh, characters in a challenge, I believe. Uh, sorry, no, he, doesn't, he didn't get campaign points for it, but um, we have an achievement system. So there's two achievements that you can get in this game, in this mm-hmm. campaign, which will net you a prize. One is the most number of characters and independent characters killed in, a cha- killed in challenges in a single game by a single character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if you've done that then and, and you've done it the most, then you get a prize. The other one is the longest small arm slash sniper shot um, kill of a character uh, mm-hmm. or independent character, obviously. Um, so the one that I know of so far is 15 inches. Someone made a 15-inch character kill. Um, and, uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be a, a longer one. And so this Mike guy went after like the challenge thing. And I think he killed like six characters in a single game in challenges with his warlord. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, like just went on a tear on the first game. Like, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I mean, he's, he's contributing pretty heavily right now. He's, he's one of the guys who's got 12 campaign points. Um, so he's, uh, he's not messing around, but, um, yeah. So, uh, that's kind of the recap for day one. Um, lots of fun, lots of wild mechanics. And, uh, I know a few guys who run other events have mentioned that, uh, they're going to steal, steal some of these mechanics, like the, the fog of war, like the split Mm -hmm. missions and the, um, and the coin system, uh, for determining brackets. Um, I think, I, I think it's fantastic. Um, the fog of war, like I said, out of everything, every mechanic that you've implemented in this event, the fog of war is the greatest thing. I I like that. I I I mean, I I can understand like a mix of between fog of war and and general, uh, like like if you're fighting over a ammunition dump, that makes sense. You're both kind of going for the same target, but there are going to be other hidden object other hidden objectives you know you're not going to know exactly what your opponent's doing right no no uh, exactly um and uh and then if you figure them out then you're you're off to the races right and you can can let some other guys know what's happening and hopefully get some more of that and then um tomorrow is the three thousand points and uh the adeptus titanicus event uh will also be running concurrently Nice, nice. And um, and that'll be happening. Uh, and they, they will be uh, they're tied in directly um, with what we're doing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, because the loyalists are now on the front foot, um, I believe I can't remember now if he said. I think I think he said all the traders in the Titanicus event will get one extra stratagem point huh. to start to start the day off, but they have to spend it on defenses. Because now they're trying to halt the counter assault from the loyalists, so yeah. that way they can retain the beachhead and then hopefully push back into it. Um, 
and then uh, and then tomorrow the last the last couple of our mechanics are going to uh, kick in, spin out, and change things around. So, um, yeah, uh, let a few guys know uh, you know about the Eldar player that we were supposed to have, and and they're all bummed that he couldn't make it. Like they thought that was wicked. Um, so it's it's really it's it's turning the corner um, from what we've seen in in traditional uh, sort of. I guess I'll call it a corporate sponsored event, maybe. Um, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Uh, and you're starting to see more of those turns. Like, I mean, now Adepticon is using Mournival rules as well. Right. Um, like, we, we opted to use them here. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Na- and now it's like, it's ready to go. Like, Music City Heresy now feels a little more comfortable using them. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, there might be one or two people that maybe their Centurion Plus isn't built perfectly correct, but yeah. no nobody's calling it out or pitching a fit or, uh, you know, they're like everyone's cool and and no one felt like anything got swung in one particular uh, way or another. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, to my my trader traders brother uh, brothers out there, um, if I can give you one piece of advice. Um, this is coming straight from Horace himself. Follow the, go for the mission objectives. Don't worry about, don't worry about wiping your opponent off the table. Yeah. Achieve those mission Uh objectives. Yeah. And I'm not sure if anyone, I mean, I'm sure, well, someone probably has gone straight for the kill him off the table, I assume, but, Mm. um, yeah, it was, it was rad. It was awesome. Uh, pretty good first day. So tomorrow we'll, we'll get our prizes out there. Um, we get, uh, yeah, um, I think we already went over prizes, so I don't think I need to go over them again. Yeah, we did go over prizes. Yes. We did, yeah, we did. Um, cool. yeah, I mean, I'm fantastic. I'm, I, I can't wait to hear how, uh, how day, day three goes. I was about to say day two, but yeah, day three and how things go with the, uh, Titanicus guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pumped. Um, I, I hope people like the. The M Night Shyamalan twist I'm throwing into this one. Oh, I can't wait! I, can't um, wait. I, 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 again, guys, I know we, you need to understand that me and Alex have been recording these over, you know, the Thursday. Did we record on Thursday? Yeah, we Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yes. Sunday kind of thing, right? Yep. Um, you know, just I want you guys to know that I, at this point, still don't know what the what the twist is. No. No, but uh, you also didn't want to know what the twist was. You I, wanted I to find I out. I, I, I want that shock, that shock value, right? Because it was it was something that was uh, uh, the, when you told me about the Eldar player again. Didn't know about it. Real shocked. Can't wait to see that on in other events. I yeah. I hope I hope other people lean into that and be like, run with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like as long as it has a solid basis in like narration and why it's there and not just like oh well i want to play eldar and i want to try to power game it or whatever i mean i don't i don't even know if the oz 30k thing can get power gamed but uh i have to look into the rules i, I yeah I, like the, you know the, the, yeah like if this guy commented like hey i heard that there's eldar 30k rules so i want to play eldar um because i want to come play heresy because i'm tired of losing at 40k Probably, you know, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily be like, yeah, sure, you can come, but 
when this guy said like, Hey man, like I wanted to be the cabal and, and clearly he knows the 30 K like the scene and, and the lore and what's mm-hmm. going on. And he goes, you know, this is, this is what I've got. And he's got an odd arc with a backstory and he's put all this effort in to really like make it his own and yeah. to stand out and bring something of value to it. You know, and, and I want, you know, I, I want to be on the trader side. Like, um, you know, not like, oh, I want to be Eldar and I want to be on the loyalist side for, you know, just because. Um, no, he came, he made, a, he made a strong proposition and it was worth it. Yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. I think that's yeah. about the only thing that really sucks about that because I think it would have added that a great twist to an already great event with lots of twists and turns ahead of it, right? Like, like it was just one of those yeah. things. Um you know, hopefully in events coming up that we'll see some, you know, Eldar, possibly Orc players. I mean, the Mournival have rules out there for both those uh, Xenos forces. I mean, we were talking about something beforehand that we might, you know, kind of try to spearhead over in the 2020 and 2022. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I think I think right now the world is our uh, oyster when it comes to the heresy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bright future coming out. It's a bright, yeah, it's a bright future, and, and I mean, I'm I'm hoping that the Marvel guys, and I'm sure they're going to be on top of it. Well, when the rules, new rules do drop, you know, they'll be on it to include those orcs and Eldar. Yeah, well, that's Oz 30K. Um, oh, Oz 30K. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah the Marvel guys, you know, they they've got all their additional Marvel units. I'm sure that they'll update those right away to fit in with any, any new rules or mechanics yeah. and start playtesting those. And then, you know, as, as new um, appropriate versions of those pop up, I shouldn't say appropriate, but um, official versions of those pop up, then they'll kind of take them out. Um, yeah. If any of them do, right? Like, I think that, I think the Huskarls existed as um, like a veteran Terminator unit that you could take from Warnival rules. Yeah. yeah. And now, you have an official one for that. So, um, stuff like that, but yeah, it should be yeah. good. Um, on that we'll, uh, we'll sign off and, and we'll, uh, we'll be here tomorrow.
And welcome back. Our final coverage of uh, Foreign Correspondents, the Las Vegas Open. And, uh, and then we'll be able to edit this episode and get it into your ear holes. I, I will be editing it. So today is Sunday, last day mm -hmm. of LVO. Yep. My hope is, because I work Monday, Tuesday, I'm hoping to have it edited and on our drive by Wednesday afternoon. And then we can get it, let you do your magic, and yep. we can get it into your guys' ear holes. ASAP. Dynamite. Dynamite. Cool. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess I'll just jump right into her. Uh, mm -hmm. The day started out with... Um, uh, as we know from yesterday, the Loyalists managed to draw a line in the sand, uh, take a little bit of, uh, of a lead in campaign points, mm -hmm. uh, at which point the traders remustered this morning uh, to create a tip of the spear final push um, to uh, get through those lines and, and achieve their objective. Um, so mission four started. Uh, Zach and, and Yancey uh, were really itching to play a, a doubles game, so two, two other guys uh, matched up with them. Um, and, uh, and they knew that it was going to take longer than, um, their standard sort of, uh, game length. Yeah. So they, uh, they asked if they could, um, just keep playing or, uh, what they should do. So, um, they played their first part of the mission and then, uh, while the board continued to go, their orders changed. So they scored for what they had so far for that mission. And then without changing deployment or adding new new um, reinforcements or anything mm -hmm. uh the orders changed to uh the next mission um however uh, quite a quite a few people saw that uh saw the fun that they were having as doubles and uh asked if if they could do doubles and kind of jump to the last mission so um the eyes had it and and that's what we did um bit, bit of a hiccup story-wise but it meant that i kind of had to force the narrative a little bit mm -hmm. Um, because I was supposed to get an update after mission five, uh, which would determine who does what in mission six. Yeah. Uh, so instead we just, we made it as the loyalist, uh, opted for a tactical retreat of the planet. Okay. Um, yeah. So everyone played, uh, played a couple games and, or, uh, paired up. We, well, we paired most of them off, um, a couple mm -hmm. people, partners, but, um, paired most of them off. They, they hopped to it and it was, uh, an extraction mission extraction mission okay uh, so they had to try to get to their extraction zone and then um manage to get off world um there uh there was a, a bit of an inspiration for mechanic at the end mm -hmm. uh, that i had had because a gentleman had reached out uh daniel um and uh this was early after he'd heard about uh, LVO and, and how it had, how it had moved uh, narratively. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he said, you know, my friends play 30 K. Uh, it seems awesome. This, they were telling me about this event and this event seems awesome. I really want to play, uh, but I only have Eldar. Mm -hmm. And he said, my friends showed me this rule set from Oz 30 K for ancient Eldar. I would love it if I could come to LVO on the traitor side and be the cabal. Yeah. And I said, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that sounds awesome. He had a backstory. He had a reason for him to, for them to be there. He had a warlord with a story. And so his warlord is the autarch that's actually in the, um, the little narrative framing that I put together. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Daniel got COVID right before we started, um, and uh, so he couldn't come. But his inspiration of the Cabal, and we had a few Alpha Legion players registered, um, gave me the idea to put some uh, Hydra sigils on some of the campaign contribution records. Mm-hmm. And so um, we got those campaign contribution records back. I amalgamated the results and I removed all of the points, the campaign points of the folks who had Hydra symbols. And this was actually a secret third faction fighting for Ballast that was the Cabal. Um, mm. Sorry? I'm just. I'm in, I'm in awe. I'm um, in awe. So, after adjusting for those campaign points, mm-hmm. uh, the Cabal actually achieved their objective at 149 campaign points to 145 on the Loyalist to 135 on the Traitor side. And the Cabal... Uh, in this particular case, um, used a black cube to remove ballast as a strategic option in the Vigazian system. Um, so in a panic, uh, everyone else began emergency extractions. Uh, several loyalists and even more traders were lost in, uh, the warp storm that enveloped the planet. Um, but, uh, Everyone's warlord made it off-world, and the Siege of Ballast has come to a conclusion with Ballast no longer existing. Wow. So, all, there was a third faction. Yep. <laughs> yeah, now... Um, there was there was a few other little things that I was counting on um, getting from a, a few folks that, that didn't end up coming through because of COVID. Um, yeah. A couple extra mechanics that would have improved the impact of this. Um, but uh, you know, I, I had to be a little agile on my feet, make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's one of those things that it seemed like half the people thought it was awesome and half the people thought it was stupid. Um, eh, whatever. Um, I thought I thought it was fine. the The whole idea here is to prime people to the idea of third factions, um, and then uh, and then I, I may create some other opportunities for willingful third faction interaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So at the end of the day, the loyalists didn't win, the traitors didn't win, but the cabal won. Yeah. So in kind of a roundabout way, I guess also the traders win in a partial partial manner because everything the Cabal is doing is doing to help ensure a larger trader victory in the war. So, so wow. I, I didn't know. Like, I just, I didn't know. Nope. Nobody knew, except for Vern. Vern knew. Because uh, Vern used our scoring cards. So the, um, the uh, Titanicus players actually... All of their scores from their event today contributed into the campaign scores. Awesome. Yeah, lots of action. Um, the uh, the awards uh, went out. Um, the Remembrancers Award uh, went to uh, to Chase. 
um, cause he, he went, he went pretty all out. Uh, he had 12 campaign points. Um, his, uh, his discipline masters were, um, enslavers, uh, from Oz 30 K. So those models, mm-hmm. um, but he ran them as discipline masters for his, uh, for his, um, his militia. And then yeah. he had like his full book with every single, uh, militia member having like a nameplate. Um, his, uh, emperor's children were full of sonic, um, weapon conversions and each one of those had a versatile terrain nameplate on them. And on the third day he actually showed up, uh, in his, in his army or his, um, his Marine fatigues with, uh, um, some, fl- some flak armor to match his, his army's flak armor. Uh, and then with a Laz pistol, um, on his, uh, on his leg. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So he, he went above and beyond, um, and, uh, and secured himself a remembrancers award. Um, and then, uh, he also won by, uh, over 50% of the votes for best in show, um, for his paint job, paint scheme and, and all the work that he put into it. So, uh, he got two prizes and I think, he actually won one of the raffle prizes in the mega battle. So Chase made out like a bandit. Yeah, he did. He won the uh, versatile mini- minis. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then actually he took the other versatile terrain gift card and he took uh, the conversion world gift card. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Hope he enjoys it. And then uh, the um, coolest coolest dude for the traitor faction mm-hmm. went to zach maravich okay and uh coolest dude on the loyalist side went to uh reed colthron okay yep uh reed colthron was playing salamanders zach was playing his uh his militia, his militia and he was a very very close second for the remembrancers award as well yeah uh, he, he went all out too didn't he yeah yeah he did um so uh, what what broke the tie was uh Chase had more campaign points. Uh, yep. uh, I believe he did, if I remember correctly. Yeah, wow, yeah, he wow. he had one more campaign point than Zach. Well, uh, it's a real like... tight, but Zach, Zach had a beret that matched his regiment's beret, and uh, you know we talked talked quite a bit about what he had going on, and um, and then uh, we there was a. Uh, Another way to earn prizes, which was uh, we had a couple of um, couple of achievements that you could obtain through the through the the campaign, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so the first one was um, the number of uh, successful or I guess victorious challenges that uh, your warlord had in a single game. So um, you know how many how many kills in challenges could he get? Yeah. In a single game, and Colton won that with five, with his uh, Ultramarines, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. So his Ultramarine Praetor um, made five challenges and won five challenges through a game. Awesome. Yeah, so pretty huge. And then we had longest uh, sniper shot slash small arms character kill, and uh, Nick scored that at twenty inches. And so mm-hmm. both of those guys got to come up and check out. Uh, and uh, grab a prize. Fantastic. And then we uh, we just raffled the rest of it off. Um, and I, I believe um, you were telling me that everyone walked away with something. 
No, that's that's not true. Oh, no. I mean, well, I mean, kind of. I mean, it, not everyone walked away with a prize, but everyone walked away with Liber de Monica bits. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Not yep. prizes, but yeah. Everyone yeah. walked away with something. Yeah, yeah. So everyone everyone got uh, a little lodge coin, and, and in the same spirit of Hikati, if you um, if you have a lodge coin and, from a previous event and you come to another event that I'm running, you can trade that lodge coin to your opponent for a reroll. Uh, we, uh, because of our attrition rate and the couple extra coins that I had made, we actually, um, we actually had enough that I, I gave everybody two coins. So one that had their name on it, which we used for pairing mm -hmm. and then an extra one that they could actually use, uh, to give, to give for rerolls. And one guy actually walked away at the end of the event with like five coins. Oh, <laughs> So he's like he's set if he never come if he ever comes to another another one of my events. Um, Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. So that that was cool. Um, and then uh, we I, I had because of the attrition rate, um, I added uh, bundles of of Liber de Monica bits as an addition as d additional raffle prizes. Um, yeah, because I yeah, still Liber have enough. Yeah, Monica came through big time with the prize yeah. support. Yeah, so I, I still have enough to give everyone uh, at um, at Return to Isfan at Adepticon uh, a little baggie of bits as well. So, um, they'll all get uh, they'll all get some bits from a from a faction that was present on this. Awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, it sounds um, like it was a, a success, even with the unfortunate attrition rate of COVID. Me being one of those. Um, that's it. I mean, geez, that's awesome. I wish I really do wish I was there. Um, seeing some of the armies coming up on on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. Oh, I'm jelly. I'm jelly. It sounds like a lot. It sounds like you guys had a blast out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think a lot of people liked it. Uh, I got plenty of plenty of compliments, and people really seemed to like the uh, hidden objective system yeah the fuck um, I, yeah i got i got a lot of compliments they liked that they didn't know what the other guy was doing and that they liked the other guy didn't know what they were doing yeah, um, yeah it makes that makes sense yeah so I, I i think it was just i think it was just fresh and, and added another layer of of the game um and uh you know yeah like, like i like i said quite a few um quite a few thumbs up came came from that aspect um, a couple of things I think I'll change in, in future events, but I, I got, I need more time to digest that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Fi I figure mean, out I mean, the, the thing is like, you're, you, this is fresh. Like it's only been a couple hours since the event ended. Um, mm -hmm. you were, you know, basically on your own for a lot of this. There were a lot of things thrown your way, you know, the attrition rate of people not being able to make it. Um, the the COVID in general, um, it just it, it did throw some wrenches into the uh, the whole your whole plan, but I think it still sounds like you pulled off a very successful event. Yeah, yeah, I think all things considered, um, we uh, we managed to nail it. Um, what, what what was the final player count? Do do twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah, so we were supposed to have forty-five, and we actually ran with twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. <sighs> that's, that's, 
it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's, I guess, the way the world is right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I mean, is what it is, but um, I uh, I bought a few more things at the Forge World store today. Well, what'd you buy? Um, I got a Side Titan upgrade kit for okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Titanicus, but um, which wasn't out wasn't out earlier, but it was out uh, this morning. But one of the players uh, was missing a flight stand, so I ran over to the um, to the GW booth uh, to see if they had a flight stand to buy. Uh, which they didn't, so I bought a Volterax um, just to get the stand out of it. Uh, and then I let him borrow the stand for the event. Um, oh. And now I have a Volterax to go with my Thanatar. <laughs> my Thanatar uh, Calyx. Well, um, good on you. I know you have a couple extra flight stands kicking around. Um, yep. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not it's not quite the proper size. Like, it's on... It has the same size base as, uh, like, a Knight Armager. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is, like, a Leviathan base, maybe. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um, and then uh, and then the clear flight stand goes on that. So, not quite the perfect size, but close enough. Um, like well, I said, we were all pretty cool guys, but uh, the GW guy um, stopped by every, every day to check out the event. Um, and, and I, I feel, I feel like it must've been good. Uh, cause he came up at the end of the event and he said, man, this event looked like so much fun. It looked friggin' rad. Uh, I have a couple contemptors and a Leviathan, but if I bought Argotal and like a few squads of Galvor back, would I be able to play next time? And I said, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> That's that's definitely a good start. You might need a couple more points here and there, but yeah, you can. Uh, as I said Argo Tall um, will absolutely. He he has a rule that allows you to take Galvor back. So that true uh, yeah, that 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 was wild. That was like uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was almost as crazy as when I won the uh, when I won the con. <laughs> when you win the con, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, shout out to Zach from GW. Uh, oh, awesome. Hope to see you out there next time, man. Um, you know, provided uh, you're not working. But um, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it sounds, it sounds, it sounds like it was one hell of an event. Despite everything that was thrown at you, it sounds like it was one hell of an event. Yep. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was pretty okay. Um, yeah. So hopefully everyone enjoyed it or as much as they can. I mean. Um, Obviously, and, uh, and I know I know when we had talked, we were planning on hiding when we weren't playing or running. You weren't when you weren't running the event just because you know COVID, and we had to pass yep. that PCR test to get back into Canada, mm -hmm. which you did. And yep. uh, but yeah, it just it it, uh, it 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 sounded like even despite everything, like I said, despite everything, still went off without too many hitches and sound like a lot of people had a lot of fun yeah yeah and, and i still hit out like for the most part i socialized a little bit um today but uh just you know after the event we just kind of made like a little circle with some chairs with a couple of the guys and just shot the shit um and uh you know hopefully hopefully next next time there's um no testing requirements and we're yeah. kind of out of this and 
you know, I can, I can go drinking and yeah. Uh, and, and, and have and a so, bit more social life through it. So I uh, was talking with you before we started recording and, and, and my plan and hopefully is I've got credits now with both air Canada and Delta and mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to get a refund and that's fine. I have a year to use these. So even if I don't use these for Adepticon coming up, I could potentially use them for LVO next year. Oh yeah, there you go. So I'm 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 not out as much money as I I originally thought. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm feeling a little bit better about that. But Sweet. uh I'm I'm hoping uh I got to talk with my significant other and uh and 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 work uh but i may be trying to get to uh depticon sweet well i got a room booked already so um i got i got one in the convention center yeah you were saying that and uh that means i can meet all the guys i wanted to meet um i'm I'm not sure uh who's coming from who was at lvo it might be coming to depticon again i wanted to meet like mike um again hey mike thank you for the gifts yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. Thank you, thank you for, for that stuff. Um, yeah. I, I, I was telling, I was telling my wife about, uh, you know, maybe hitting up uh, Music City Heresy, uh, one year, this year, May next year. Who knows? You know, yeah. the world's our oyster right now. Uh, well, yeah. not really. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, I, I talked about it, and you know, uh, I definitely would love to hit up their event. Um, and uh, again, thanks. Thank you. Uh. And uh, do you have anything you want? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, the Eldar box goes up for pre-order on the weekend. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna get that. But uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, I uh, I think for right now it's just gonna be um, head down though on uh, some Raven Guard units for Isfan Five and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to get my, uh, my Adeptus Titanicus stuff all converted up and painted up cause that's not, it's not a huge amount of models, but, um, I want to try to get that done for, uh, for Adepticon mm-hmm. so that I can throw down some of that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then, um, this will be out a little bit in advance of the 15th. Uh, it will be. Then we'll be back to uh, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, it's 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 uh, with the end of Christmas and then with everything coming up with LVO, we mm-hmm. just, our schedule was a little a little wacky. Uh, yeah. We had planned originally um, to be talking with people at the event um, while we were playing the event, and uh, obviously that didn't happen. I have our recording equipment. Um, and I still have all that recording equipment. So, you know, barring any major issues with, uh, COVID, um, hopefully by March there at the end of March. Um, yeah, we, we might still be able to make that work for Adepticon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, there, fingers, there, there, crossed. There, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I mean, I think I might be able to swing it. Yeah, well, I hope you do, because uh, that'll be sweet. That would be sweet. And, I mean, uh, we meet up with the iterators guys there, Dan and Josh, yeah. and uh, everyone else. Yeah, just about everybody should be there. Um, everybody's planning to be there right now, but 
obviously yeah we got we got two months to burn through what's left of uh of this and yeah um a lot of countries are starting to remove the testing requirements for flights so that that could be gone by then maybe but um well like like i removed uh, the testing requirements to go back home like a week ago or something who did britain oh well that's the thing like I was when I was talking with Andrew, I was like, I don't understand why we're trying to stop COVID from coming into Canada when COVID's already in Canada. I mean, I get I, it for the people on the plane. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the people on the plane, but because um, some of them aren't vaccinated too. Fair enough. Right. Um, I think that's probably it, but who knows? I'm not going to try to speculate on it. Yeah, I'm not speculating. We're not a we're not a political podcast. I don't. No. No. But uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, my foreign correspondence, and um, hopefully, gave you a bit of insight. Uh, if you weren't weren't able to make it out to LVO, mm-hmm. but um, we've got a, we've got a lot of listener lists to start uh, getting oh, through. Yeah. Um, got a big backlog of those, so <laughs> we'll start those next uh, next episode. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that note, um, I'm I'm gonna finish packing so I can get on this flight in the morning. Make it back, fingers crossed, and fingers crossed. Keep those Geller fields up. Take care.